Well, well, afternoon tea time. I don't really think very many Americans even drink tea, but I do. Cool. We're going to have some. <laughs> it's, uh, it's interesting. Just thinking about... Uh, I think a lot of thinking about a lot of changes, a lot of changes that have been happening um, in the world, in the human design world as well. Um, so many people getting involved in human design. Um, it's really quite remarkable. It's, it's, it's definitely blown up. Oh, hello! I love it when my clients join. It's awesome. <laughs> you don't have enough of me already, apparently. <laughs> um, Get oh hello oh we got a good amount of people this is fun I was thinking maybe like two people and it'd be in a man I would, I would be kind of like in in projector comfortability <laughs> we're, we're we're not designed for a lot of people but I'm a two four a fourth line I can handle it hello oh Latvia wow never been there. What's everybody having? Tea, coffee. I hope that you brought drinks. <laughs> Anyways, huge, huge changes. A lot of people getting involved in human design. Um, it's really interesting to me to see um, how fast people are integrating. Um, when they really, you know, uh, more or less commit to their experiment, uh, team T, awesome. <laughs> it's a uh, oh another two forward T. I love it. It's um, it's interesting. There's a huge contrast uh, between when somebody dabbles with human design, and it's more like a you know. Uh, in a sense like the you know a little bit of like tourism as opposed to when somebody is like okay this is what I'm going to do I'm going to take this and apply it to my life every day drastically different um, we talk a lot about you know in in this industry in the wellness industry in, in general we talk a lot about people talk a lot about energy we talk about energy a lot I see the term uh, you know aligned energy, energy alignment. And the thing that's interesting about this is that we're missing one component, uh, and that component is mechanics. In order for energy to be directed correctly, mechanically we have to be correct. We have to operate correctly, and that's how we get our energy in alignment, and that's how we get uh, all of our, our energy back, really. Oh, hello, Kat Jones, Teresa, I see you. <laughs> so I've been thinking a lot about um, just parallels in uh, kind of in the wellness industry. Hey, Teresa. Um, parallels, things that uh, we're all involved in, right? Everybody's involved in, in different things outside of human design. How those things complement, how those things correlate. Oh, Brandy! 
<laughs> uh, looks like uh, Brandy's here. She's my official unofficial promoter, just in case you didn't know. Um, hello, Brandy. <laughs> Thinking about ways that ways that we can communicate with language um, across the wellness industry um, so that people people understand the mechanical language of human design because the words in human design they're not the, de the definition words we have our own language that we use um, something I've been I've been in I'm looking at because I, th I think that so many people want to <laughs> yep I think that so many people want to take uh, a more radical approach than they do but they get caught up in the language or uh, they get caught up in something that uh, you know in the system that they it's, it's not something that they automatically relate to um, or feel great about. Um, human design is about surrender. Um, that's the difference between human design and, and so many other things that are in the wellness industry that you do. Um, human design is not something that you do because you like. I mean, eventually you fall in love with it once you, once you see the results of strategy and authority and how it changed your life. Um, changed everything about your life. But initially, it's quite a process, especially your first year. Um, and it's different for everybody. <laughs> who, um, who in here has questions about mechanical language? Ask away. Oh, Leanne. Leanne, Jolene. Sackle Journal, hello. Leanne, are you having tea? What are you what are you having? Sackle Journal, what are you having? I'm having some tea. An American that drinks tea, I know. It's a, it's a good joke. <laughs> I drink tea for... It's it all I really... Water. It's a better choice. Definitely a better choice. Man. Uh, I drink tea. Cold coffee. Cold coffee can be great. I, uh, I drank tea for about close to two years uh, when I was in the Middle East on the front line. Um, on anti-ISIS anti operations. Um, that's all they drink. So that's all we drink was tea, just black tea. Black tea and sugar. Sometimes I kind of survived off it, frankly. I had a few days, a few times where I, I couldn't eat. Um, we were out of food. We were on the front line. Logistic wasn't coming for like a day or two. And so we literally had like a bag of sugar and some water that we had to boil because it wasn't necessarily clean water. And... <laughs> <laughs> Some little cups. So kind of love like black tea and sugar. You can actually live off it for two days. Like I can confirm, it's not it's not the greatest experience, but it works. 
hibiscus tea. I'm just drinking hops. That's all I drink these days. Whoa. People, people join that I've never interacted with before is fun. I'm a second line on a live right now. This is what happens when, um, oh, hi, Esther. This is this is a this is passenger consciousness on, on display. I'm like I, I I don't want to interact with people. The vehicle's like hey 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 right right Randy. They think that we're just gonna like unload this like yeah you have to never ask right beings questions because we're not really gonna unload. I've just got self projected mechanisms going right now. It's, it's not a big deal. It's fine. <laughs> it's not gonna come out. I could talk for like three hours straight. Yeah. You can't shut me up. If you've ever been in one of my classes, you know, you, you, you literally cannot shut me up. I have to shut myself up. Which it works really good because Sam has an undefined throat, so she, she doesn't have to talk. It relieves all of her pressure, <laughs> her need to say something, and I just bark, 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 Mechanism's just kicking. Ooh, pull up your pull up your design, man. Don't have to threaten me with a good time. Grab my laptop. Ah, plug it in MMI. Man, you're gonna be in my MMI. Oh, to keep you mine. Uh, for those that don't know, we use. Um, A lot of us that uh, went to or go to um, Jovian uh, archive license uh, education we use the mechanics of my imaging software um, which is just a different it's a it's an actual software for human design it's excellent Amanda Miller all my two fours are joining. All my two fours that I have DMs with. So, August 18th. It's funny, Leon, I'm putting your body graph into my MMI and you're like one of the most qualified human design professionals that I interact with. <laughs> Canadian names, Saskatchewan. I've got a 
gotta get it with it. tell you what well, you gotta be make sure you're in the right place without it completely open g-center <laughs> oh thanks for jumping on amanda thanks for jumping on oh, i would say i would say that uh that completely open g-center man you can gotta make sure you're in the right place in the right time but at the same time you kind of got that Nice little um, skin suit ability, that chameleon ability that I don't have. Um, how's my day today changed? I bet, Leanne. I, <laughs> Sam's isn't open, but it's undefined, and she. It, it, it's really, it's really, fa it's fascinating, really fascinating. Um, question: uh, Day to day, how it's changed? Uh, since I started, since I jumped into, you know, being all right, uh, I jumped into the, um, into my variable, into the cognitive architecture part of my design. I have a lot less pressure on myself to do things. Um, I'm not designed to have a structured day. Um, so I have things that I would like to get done during the day. Um, of course, I have like sessions, classes, stuff like that. Um, I also need motivation. So uh, all that really matters for me is what's necessary. Um, I don't think about uh, what could happen if this or that happens. I, I just think about what's necessary. So what's necessary for me is that classes are, are taken care of, clients are taken care of in sessions, scheduling is done. Um, I spend my time with Sam. Uh, I do my studying, um, if I have school, then class, um, you know, those are like the necessary things, um, mundane things like, uh, you know, taking my tires to get rotated or grocery shopping, things like that. I don't worry about those things. Those things just kind of naturally happen. I just let those fall into my schedule. Uh, I don't, I don't plan, I don't plan those things because they're not necessary. Uh, in a sense, not necessary for my attention, not necessary for me to put the pressure on myself. So as somebody that's all right, I, I go with the flow. That's what I'm designed to do. Uh, it's difficult. It takes longer to <clears throat> takes longer to decondition the mind than it does the body. Um, that's why it's so important that the vehicle takes over. Because when the vehicle takes over, uh, you know, my personality, my mind can be like, I'm not going on alive. There's no way I'm going to go on alive. But nope. No, but I just say, no, you be quiet. And the vehicle takes over and here I am. Hopefully that answers your question. Do you have anything else? Oh, hello. I love when people that I've had sessions with join us. It's funny because they know that I'm not a super serious person. And I think most people think I'm really serious and I'm nah, like maybe 10% of the time super serious. Nah, it's probably wrong. Probably more like forty percent of the time, but <laughs> it's not too bad. Um, 
Well, Anna, if, if we're ever, if we're ever around, we're gonna, we're gonna have some some fun electromagnetic channels. Get you some awakening and inspiration, and uh, get some judgment and what else? I don't know if you want to deal with my emoting channel, but you do have thirty nine, so it probably could be pretty fun. <laughs> us being around each other, having having full access to the channel. It totally makes sense that you're here at 39.2. Oh, good, good. I'm glad that makes sense. Um, yeah, people, uh, when, I, when I talk about not being strategic and, you know, deconditioning, so often it's our automatic reaction to think, ooh, what am I going to do in the strategic world? How am I going to, how am I going to survive you know, in the strategic world, if, if I'm not strategic. Well, you know, yes, you, you do have 39, and I know, I can totally tell that you have 39, too, <laughs> from sessions with you. Um, but it's, it, when, when you're receptive, it's not about cutting everything out of your life that's strategic. It's about dropping the things that are conditioned, uh, the societal things, you know? Um... It's about just dropping the things that aren't necessary, dropping that programming um, and doing things a different way. Oh, Brandy's 39 too. We've got a 39 party going on. <laughs> Notice how all the people that provoke her in, are in here with me. <laughs> I'm, I'm a provocateur by design. I can't help it. I, I, I literally cannot, cannot help it. It's like asking the sun to not shine. It's just not going to work. Oh, yep, Teresa, you've got my channel too. We've got the same channel. I haven't dived into yours yet, though. I want to look at the substructure of yours. Uh, let's see, see what it looks like. Mm, yep, Cats, you're 39 as well. All the 39s are in here. I love it. Let's see. Oh, ho, ho. Oh, Leanne, you got a tricky variable. Your, your your architecture is is tricky. You got the tricky one. Your right with a left life track. Oh, tricky, tricky. Fascinating though. My brother has the same has the same variable. Um, guilt motivation. Amanda, yes. Um, yeah, guilt motivation. Uh, guilt motivation. Guilt. There's a really like quick with so much language in human design because we don't have because we're still using seven centered language. Um, we've had to adapt to the language, um, and when people see guilt motivation, they're like, "Oh, oh, guilt, guilt motivation. How does that work?" Same thing with fear. Um, those are the two of the motivations that people are like, "Oh, what is this?" Guilt motivation, guilt. Those are those are the fixers. Guilt people are fixers. Uh, and the, the issue that we run into is that all the people right now that think they're fixers are people that are hope motivation and transference. And all the people that are guilt motivation that we need to have fixing things are in transference and hope motivation, hoping that things get fixed. Um, very, very interesting how that works and so on and so forth. You know, all of our, all, all the leaders are, 
it's supposed to be an innocence and they're not an innocence. They're in desire transference. Um, guilt motivation is, is, is for the fixers. Yep. Yeah, Teresa, I remember what I was talking about desire and innocence. I was like, you are here to lead. <laughs> it's so easy to get an untransferred motivation. Though. But once you, once you figure, once you, once you can feel the mechanism, mm, hope motivation. Yep. You are not here to fix things. You're not here to be a fixer. You're here to, you're, you're here to hope, which I can totally relate to in the sense that I'm a two, four and the second line is all about hope. I mean, we got to wait for the call. So I can relate to that. Um, yeah, I mean, everybody's going to be different, man. Um, people with guilt motivation are going to, if they're correct and they're not in hope, they're going to be looking for the resources and the sources that they need uh, in order to uh, take care of whatever it is that they uh, know or, or, or feel they can resolve in the world. Um, whether that's on a on a group level or a, um, uh, on a personal level, um, but that's guilt is very much those are the fixers, people with guilt motivation that are there to fix things. Um, need motivation that's mine. I have need motivation. Natalie, need motivation is uh, it's about what's necessary, right? The transference of of, of need motivation is fear. So I can feel when I, when I go into transference more than when, when I'm in need motivation, I don't feel it. When I go into transference, I go into fear motivation. Fear motivation is very much about the unknown, right? Um, fear motivation people are, those are the people that think about all the possible scenarios that could happen, right? All the good and the bad things um, that could happen, but they, they think about all the, all the possible scenarios, all the catastrophes, and they're motivated by that, and that's normal for them. That's, that's what they do. It's, um, you know, fear is a great motivator for people that have fear motivation. Um, people that have need motivation, we get into transference, everything, everything gets distorted, especially, especially if you're a projector, because your motivation and your perspective are going to affect the way that you recognize things. So if you're not in your correct motivation, your perspective is incorrect, you're not gonna recognize things correctly. You're not gonna see things correctly. And being a projector is all about seeing. Um, so color, color transference is something that's critical for projectors. Um, so, communalist trajectory. So you're just, you're, you're, you're gonna go back and forth um, never trying to get transference is in a it's not a it's not a bad thing um, it's a mechanism it's just something that happens uh, it's like a teeter-totter so you're never gonna stay in your motivation the entire time it's just not it's, it's, that's not what we're designed to do um, plus if we did that then we wouldn't see anything from any other perspective um, you know this trajectory you're, as far as being a fear person you're going to be uh, motivated to work with other people, um, separatists, you're going to be motivated to do things on your own. Um, but trajectory is not really something that I am ever really concerned with. Um, because it's going to go back and forth. Of course, you want to, um, be correct in the vehicle so that your mind doesn't get caught up because it's mind stuff, right? Motivation is, is very, it's very, we can very much can, can, mess with your mind. So for you, 
your, your clear motivation. Um, you just want to make sure that you're concerned about all of those different things that can happen. You're the person that is designed to think about all of the things that could happen. I'm not. That stuff drives me mad. I, I mean, that's as somebody that's right, somebody that's all right, <laughs> being in transference, ooh, not good. Pressure, stress, thyroid, health problems, all, so it's all bad. Um, but for you, and, and you're a 1-3 too, so totally works. Yes, Amanda, that could, uh, that definitely would. That definitely would affect that. Uh, is desire different for Claude right? I mean, you're, you're, you're all right. It's, it's your cognitive architecture, but yeah. Desire is very much about you. Desire is very much about leading. Um, you're, you're, you're gonna, you're not gonna feel yourself in your, in your motivation as much as you'll feel yourself in transference. So really what's relevant here is if you are desire motivation, are you trying to stay out of the way? Are you trying to stay neutral? Are you, because that's not what you're designed to do, period. If you're, if you're desire motivation, um, you're, you're designed to, to kind of make some waves. Um, you're not here to stay out of everything or sit on the fence. Um, so if you feel that, then, then you're definitely, you're in transference. You're not going to feel so much when you're in your correct motivation is you're going to be in your correct motivation after you are utilizing strategy and authority. You are following your strategy and you're honoring your authority. When you do those things, then you're automatically not going to be in transference. You, you, sometimes it'll kick in and you'll feel it. Eventually you get to the point where you feel the shifts happening, but it, it starts with strategy and authority. And that's the only way that it, it's maintained to, um, Motivation, flow, the, well, I mean, hope motivation, you really, you're here to sit by the stream and hope that things, hope things get better. Um, <laughs> you're not here to fix things. You don't, you don't have to. Um, we all have our own, we all have roles in the, in, in the, in the world. Uh, we need people that have hope motivation. We need hope, right? If, if all the people that, uh, have hope naturally aren't expressing hope then where's hope right everybody ha everybody has a role we all have a role um we all have a you know a, a role to play um in consciousness in the consciousness field um and it's all about aces in their places really um so i mean hope motivation is going to flow with any type and any profile it, it, it's, it's, it's going to flow with any type and any profile. Um, for me to go in like deeper, I'd, I'd need to analyze your, your body graph and see maybe where things are, are coming up for you. But uh, we all have our own motivation and, and every design is, every design is perfect. They're all different, but they're all perfect. Uh, first lines want to learn about motivation. <laughs> I, I've had sessions with you. You are an intense first line. <laughs> I'm going to have to uh, try to think of resources. 
I'm trying to think resources. Hmm. Motivation. I'm gonna think. I'll I'll send you a DM. I'm gonna I'm gonna think of some good. Uh, think of some resources that would be that would be good for you because I know how you are on research. You are literally a researcher. Um, all right. Hey, thanks, Leon. All right, Amanda. You have a good time with the family. Have a good day. Um, Yes, this is true. Sam did make a quick resource. She's got a bunch of quick resources on, on motivation. Um, if you want to learn, but the thing, motivation, the thing that's 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 most important. So anything with human design. Um, so let me see if I. Anything with human design, it's going to start with your yourself. It's going to start with your own design. Until you understand your own design, until you understand the way that you operate, we can't understand how other people operate. It's funny. Um, all it is is theory. Um, and even then when it's theory, um, it has to be grounded in our own experiment. Um, motivate, if, I didn't, if I didn't know what transference felt like, if I didn't understand color transference um, and the mechanisms, it's not something I would talk about really. And because to to understand it, it's it's somatic. Human design is somatic, so to understand it, um, you have to live it. So I would the best the best thing that you can do if you're trying if you want to learn about motivation is to focus on your personal motivation and and how that plays out and continue through strategy and authority to feel when you go into transference. And when you don't, and it's really easy to tell because just the quality of, of your being is better. And then all of a sudden, whoa, I'm thinking different. Why am I thinking different? Why am you know, it's because it's the mind, the mind, the mind is, that's, that's where the transference is going to happen. Uh, yeah, Brandy, you're totally helping you need to stay out of guilt. Desire, no, that's not even what, that's. Desire, motivation, reacts of contagion, too much desire to do it. No, because if that was the case, you wouldn't be designed like that. Talk about high and low, wave keynotes. I'll say, Allison, let's see. Oh, possibility of low waves, low. 3041, well, yeah. channel of recognition I mean you've got yeah oh yeah I hope that helps I hope that helps I know that I know that you're a first line online readings I know that you're a first line I hope that helps I just want to make sure that you stay solid and grounded in your in your own definition so that it's a lot easier when you go to the other ones um, so Allison on so your wave it, it rises and then it crashes all the way down it rises and then it crashes all the way down very 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 difficult um because it's it's very it's very much a crisis really um 
with how high it goes and then just the way that it crashes on how slow it, it takes, you know, how long it takes to get back up there. Um, anytime that we're dealing with an emotional wave, we're dealing with energy. Um, and what we're dealing with is, is, is hope and pain. Those are the two energies that we're dealing with. Um, and the clarity is somewhere in between. So with your wave, you're, you're going to take a picture to, you know, you're, you're I think you're, like you're, you're taking a picture from an angle. You're taking a picture but you're at your high point and at your low point. Where you also need to make sure you take a picture is at the middle before you get to that high point and you drop. Between those three pictures, you'll be able to see things clearly when you put all, all of them together. But it, at each one of them individually, there's not a way to know what the truth is. There's, not a, there's, there's no truth in the now for us that are emotional, right? Um... Yeah, the low waves are low. I and I understand you. I, I I understand in the sense that I I have the channel of emoting, which is the most volatile um, and fastest high and low wave, um, the broadest spectrum. So even though I'm in melancholy a lot more um, than when I'm in the low, I can drop into the low just like that, boom, for however long, who knows? Um, and I can go right back up. Yesterday I went I went to the low and I went high all in one day. See, I'm still. Thank God she deals with me. Um, um, motivations that tend to create conflict when met face to face. No, no, because if you're operating correctly, then there's nothing to worry about conflict wise. Conflict happens when people don't operate correctly. Conflict happens when people aren't aware. Um, but, I mean, that's when it happens. If, if everybody op operated correctly through strategy and authority, we wouldn't be, we wouldn't have conflict. Probably wouldn't even have wars. Um, which is something coming from somebody who used to participate in wars. Uh, <laughs> uh, aspects of my chart, here, chemicals, multiple waves. Uh, human design projector. So you're, it's, it's not that deep, okay? You're, you're, you're waiting until you get clarity. I don't want you to think about the two waves, okay? I want you to think about clarity because you're, you're going to have your own wave frequency, okay? You have multiple waves. It's not about where you're at in your wave so much as it is about getting clarity because you could get clarity after a high and a low, you could get clarity after three highs and lows, right? It's all about when you get the emotional clarity. Um, you know, I always say, wait 48, wait 40, 48 hours before you make any decision or make any commitment, um, at least, okay? Um, and anybody that won't give you 48 hours, they're not for you, it's not for you. At least 48 hours. Um, doing an emotional authority class this, uh, I think we still have two spots open. I think I still have two spots open, me and Sam, um, later this month. Uh, I believe that one's on the 20th. Uh, if you take a look, it's, it's on the calendar on the website. Um, but that's going to be a really good one to go over emotional authority. We usually go about two hours. Um, uh, so if you're new to HD... Um, it's motivation is really not important 
because you're not going to, you, you, there's not a way to understand it until you get there through strategy and authority. So <clears throat> there's so many things in human design. Now, human design is very intellectual, very, very intellectual. But the thing that's funny about it is it can't be understood through intellectual thought. It's, it's entirely different. Um, the consciousness and the, 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 the intelligence uh, is entirely different from the seven-centered being. We're nine-centered beings. So a lot of us are conditioned that we can just read about something and then we know about it. Nope, it doesn't work like that. Not with human design. Because we're nine-centered beings. So the process for it is literally a somatic process. Now, it, there's not... Everybody's on their own time. Everybody's on their own timeline. Um, I'm all right. So naturally, I have a faster... I have a faster alignment. I'm, I align mechanically a lot faster, more advanced. Um, but that's because I don't have any strategy. That's because I'm not aligned with the strategic world. I don't have a way. So strategy and authority is all I have. Anytime people have like right brain, right mind, they're always going to align a lot faster. So everybody has, is, is on their own time. But like for me, motivation wasn't something I understood until my second year. Um, and it wasn't something I needed to understand because I needed to conquer form principle uh, when we talk about cognition we talk about variable we talk about all of these things okay um, these are awareness principle this is cognitive architecture principle if you don't conquer form principle or you don't get comfortable in your body you don't listen to your body you don't realize that your body has its own consciousness you're not going to experience your motivation because it's something that you have to be able to watch happen as a difference between your body and your mind. Um, huh, I know, right? It's because I listen to too many raw lectures. That's why. <laughs> and my partner's Canadian too. Uh, question or reflector, but. Yes, there is. Yes, there's four different wave patterns. Um, each, there's one for each stream. Um, one just, one goes really, you know, high and then evens out. That's the source of wave mechanics, the channel of mating. Um, and we've got the, the tribal stream, the individual stream, um, and the collective stream. Tribal stream ratchets and then explodes. A lot of up, a lot of up, a lot of up, a lot of up, boom, explodes, goes down, a lot of up, a lot of up, a lot of up. Um, mine is the individual, um, I have the channel of emoting. Individual is, mine's the most volatile. Um, I have like a baseline of melancholy and then I dip all the way down, go up, go all the way up. Like it, it's, it's really sporadic, uh, very, very intense, changes a lot. Um, but it's what gives me the power that I have. It's, it's what gives me the ability to uh, know when to provoke the correct spirit in people and to understand people's emotions. I have to go through intense emotions to understand intense emotions. Um, we've got the, you know, the, the, sen the sensing or the feeling circuit. Um, and that one's going to be this, this, like Allison was talking about, this high. Um, and then initial drop it's just going to go high and then drop and then slowly go back up um yes all individual uh, circuitry has the potential for melancholy um 
and people that have individual circuitry that aren't emotional will also uh, probably commonly experience melancholy, um, but it's not going to be their natural emotional state. Um, it's my natural emotional state. It's kind of great being sad all the time. Um, <laughs> no, it's just an energy. It's just, if, if, if I wasn't melancholic most of the time, I wouldn't be able to see people, I wouldn't be able to, to take in and, and understand people's emotions the way that I'm able to. I wouldn't have the ability to do it the way that I do, so. Um, hopefully that helps. You as a reflector, let's see. Yeah, yeah. And you're, I mean, you're, you're a reflector too, so something you can do is um, watch the transits and see how it feels when you have waves that are active. If I was if I was a reflector, that's what I would do. I mean, projectors we do it because we can experience transits very heavily, not like you do. Uh, it's not our life force, but we can experience it heavily. Um, yeah, sad girl songs helps. Um, three to sixty, the way that it operates for creating. Um, I mean, it's going to operate in a pulse. The channel of mutation operates in a pulse. Uh, all individual circuitry really does. Um, I have the I have the three, Sam has the sixty. It's gonna operate in a pulse. Uh has a deep, deep potential for melancholy and, and uh and, and depression. Um but it's it's a mutative format energy. Um that channel is actually the channel that um determines gender. Um there's there's a there's a lot that goes into those format channels. Um channel mutation. I could go that's that's a there's a lot to go into right there. Um, what else we got? Three right arrows and one left. Top to the right. Top to the right. Okay. Oh, you, so you you have a strategic. Okay. So yeah, so you're you're strategic with with uh with a with a right mind and a right life track um you're still gonna be you're, you're, you're still have a strategic mind you're not you're not receptive um you are designed to operate quite differently in the way that your focus works being strategic is all about focus and it's about having the correct focus um you have a passive brain which has an ability to take in a lot of information but because you have a passive brain not an active brain um, your focus is going to be your, the amount of time that you can focus is going to be probably limited um, but it's going to it's going to things are going to show up very differently for you and you're going to be somebody that's strategic that um, takes in um, things and, and sees things from a uh, a right perspective so um, very different from 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 other strategic variables uh, let's see eight to nine and if you want to know about variable and dive into that stuff we can always it's the best one-on-one because -on -one there's so much i have to take into account um except ego you don't feel that energized well if you have the amount of centers that you have that that's not going to determine the amount of energy that you have necessarily um if you're 
if you, if you, if you have eight centers to find uh, and you don't have your ego to find, then we're, we're going to need to look at deconditioning that center. That's the most conditioned center and it can create a lot of health problems. Um, also need to take a look at your emotional wave if you're honoring your emotional authority um, and if you're honoring your sacral response. If you're not doing things that make you feel satisfied, if you're not getting, if you're not expending your sacral energy every day, um, you're not going to regenerate that sacral energy every day. So as, as a sacral being, we really have to look at how you're using your energy. And I'm a projector, I'm designed to help with that. So that's what we need to look at is how are you using your energy? Is it in things that are satisfying? We can't always like work, for instance, uh, or everything about work, but it's very important that it's something that we enjoy and that we feel satisfied. Now, this isn't an idea, you know, we don't always have ideal situations. Um, so we need to look at the ways that you are using your energy every day because as a sacral being, it needs to be depleted. If it's not depleted at the end of the day, you're gonna have trouble sleeping and you're not gonna feel energized and then you're gonna have trouble generating more ener more sacral energy. And we, we really need you to generate that sacral energy. So um, things we're gonna need to look at. Um, I can always go into more in a one-on-one -on -one session. Yeah, I mean, uh, you're, <clears throat> it's interesting, you're, it's a really interesting variable, you have, you have an active brain, so you're really, really good at, um, you can catalog things, whereas I can't really catalog things, I just throw everything in this massive, like, endless galaxy, this unlimited inner vision memory that I've got, right, um, with your variable with active brain, you're, you're able to catalog things, very, very, very important that you take in nutrition that you, that you take in a good amount of, of, of food to fuel the active brain um, I mean your your perspective your environment are all right everything you know, all of that is right um, your your brain works more in the strategic fashion as far as cataloging things goes um, gives you a little bit more alignment with the strategic world in that sense um, but you are still right you're still receptive um, so projectors everybody's everybody's conditioned by the transit field everybody is conditioned by the transit field um, People with less defined centers are generally more sensitive because they're not used to having very much definition. Um, they also have a lot of hanging gates, so they usually take on more definition from transmits. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Yeah, you're welcome. Usually I... Uh, it just, it just depends. This is the vehicle. My this is my vehicle is here. <laughs> second line mind. My second line mind's like, ah, I don't want to talk to people. But the vehicle's here, and I'm just you know self-project mechanisms. I'm just watching basically. Um, 
Um, no, Kat, that's not something that you need to need to consider at all. Um, that's not something you need to consider at all. Oh, what's up, Amy? <laughs> So we got any questions. Am I missing anybody? Um, I have trouble napping too. Um, I don't really nap. So when we first start in design, we have a lot of really like generalized rules for every type. Because if we don't, mind gets in the way. We get a lot. Of, we get a lot of ideas. Um, there are projectors that do need a lot of naps. So if we say some projectors need naps, some projectors don't need naps, and it causes projectors like me, for instance, to have motors, to be like, oh, I don't need to lay down. I don't need to do this. I need, no, I do. I need to lay down. I don't need to take a nap, but I need to rest my body. Um, so a lot of times I'll lay down for like an hour and I'll just close my eyes and I'll just lay there. I mean, it's easy for me. I'm, a, I'm an inner vision person, so that's really easy for me. But um, it's important to just get horizontal. I mean, and when it comes to sleep, for instance, if you're a projector, you should not be going to sleep when you're exhausted. Be in bed horizontal an hour to two hours before you fall asleep. We don't regenerate energy overnight. It takes us days, even if we have motors. Um, and there's there's a lot there's a lot of things um, in human design you're not going to resonate with until you reach the point of strategy and authority, and then it clicks. Um, and this is the. This, this is where, this is why we say human design is for the wolves. Because we have to take action. We have to experiment to get to that point. Um, it's not a comfortable process. And it's not something that, uh, it's not something that a lot of things are going to resonate with off the bat. Uh, until you follow the formula and then your life changes and you're like, holy shit. Wow. I mean, for projectors... Learning the invitation, for instance, whoa, your life changes significantly once you recognize yourself, you recognize the other, and you start getting invitations. Your life is entirely different, right? But every projector, we hate to see that. We're like, invitations, I have to wait? I have to wait? Right? It's the worst thing. But once we get past that, things change. <laughs> Amy, yeah. What's funny, Amy, is that you, you've seen my second line hours of, of my second line okay have a good okay yeah have a good day yeah lay down more okay sounds good yeah it's pretty late over there in the netherlands get some rest uh, rule about this rule for each type um i need you to be more specific um on type 
3254, you're gonna be informed. It's an interesting channel. 32 is one of my hanging gates. You're gonna be, you're going to be, um, I mean, you've got root energy that's going up and in, in, in informing the spleen and energizing the spleen. Um, it's going to, you know, a, a, a gate of continuity. Um, is money associated, it's very material associated. That gate is, is, is associated with materialism. Um, in a lot of ways, um, 3254, I'd need to see your body graph though to really, on something that's splenic like that, I'd need to see your body graph because I'm not, I'm, I'm not splenic, so I'd need to actually analyze your body graph to give you a good idea, um, without it just being a broad theory, let's see. The wolves, the wolves. Your perspective on open um, I mean, people with undefined spleens, we have problems letting go. Once we learn how to let go, so everything about the experiment changes. That was really, really difficult for me to um, decondition. It's hard to decondition. Um, addictions, I mean, there's so much that can go into that. The not self, the not self in itself is very much associated with with, with with addiction because when you're operating correctly, it's not that you don't have those things, right? It's not that we don't have vices. Everybody has vices, right? But when you're operating correctly, you're not making decisions with your mind. Um, certain things start to fall away. Oh, okay, keep heavy. Okay, to keep healthy relationships with themselves. Uh, well, generators, first off, in, enjoy what you do. Enjoy how you spend your um, your sacral energy. If you don't enjoy your work, do your best to find work that you do enjoy more, um, so that you can get that satisfaction. Um, enjoy the things you do outside of work, um, so you're spending your you're using up your sacral energy and things that you enjoy. Um, that's going to be critical. Okay, and send me your body graph too, Allison, so I can take a look at that. Uh, have a good night. Um, manifestors, I mean, so much of, of, of the, of, of, so much of life is taken care of by just strategy and authority. Um, there's not things, I mean, if, if, a, if a generator and a manifestor both follow their strategy and authority, everything's going to fall into place. If, if a generator is following their strategy and authority, they're going to use their sacral energy correctly. They're going to do the things that get them satisfaction. But it all starts with strategy and authority. Two simple pieces that we all have to surrender to. But if we surrender to them, then we don't need to think about how we need to do certain things day to day. Um, that stuff can kind of, kind of come later when once you you conquer form principle. Um, 
but I mean, so for generators respond, make sure that you're responding and not initiating for manifestors, make sure that you inform you have to inform to be a healthy manifestor. So you have some peace, um, being manifestor is very lonely. So it's a type that they've got it, got it rough. I don't know why everybody wants to be, uh, well, I do know why but this is, uh, being a manifestor is not an easy thing. <laughs> All the other types have, have, have it much easier than manifestors. Um, but in a healthy relationship with yourself, so much is just going to be strategy and authority. If you follow strategy, honor your authority, you're going to have a good relationship with yourself because you're going to learn to love yourself. To actually love yourself, not to tell yourself that you love yourself, but to actually be comfortable in your own body. Um, so I always have to just say strategy and authority on that. Um, well, ooh, I haven't been having tea with you guys for a while. <laughs> Manifestor sounds cooler than projector. Well, that's because people don't, a lot of people don't understand what manifestors are and what they do. Uh, manifestors have a motor that's connected to the throat, no sacral energy. Um, very different, they have a very different role. Manifestors make impact and then they leave. And then the impact isn't felt until after they leave. Like Ra, for instance, human design didn't blow up until after he was dead. That's life as a manifester. Um, if life is a projector, you could actually see the results of your work um, in front of your eyes. Um, yeah, Amy Ruth, uh, she has a manifester son. He's great. He's, he's, he's fucking great. <laughs> uh, uh, he's great. Uh, being a projector, Oath Oracle, we're, we're, we're going to go over that. Um, I mean, to be a manifest, you have to do everything. You have to initiate everything. If you're a projector and you're correct, you get to ride the magic carpet. Not only do you get to ride the magic carpet, but, well, you're here because if everything was going great in the world, we wouldn't need projectors. Projectors are here because everything wasn't going great. So that's why we're here. <laughs> Uh, so always, let's see. Manifestors, projectors. Oh, well, yeah, a lot of non, non-sacral in your life. Two best friends are manifestors. Mom and other two best friends are projectors. Um, the best way that you can support the people around you is by your strategy and authority. The best way that you can support the people around you is by being correct, because if you're correct, it's going to align you with the correct forces. It's going to give you uh, good generative energy. Your, 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 your sacral is going to pull in things for more responses. Strategy and authority is the best way you can support everybody around you is by following your strategy and honoring your authority, period. And as as a as a as an energy type and as a sacral being, it's about you. I'm a projector. Things are about everybody else. It's about the other. That's how I learn. Things need to be about you, not the other, when you're a sacral being. Because if it's, if it's not about you, you'll never be satisfied. So things need to be about you. So I'm going to tell you to do the opposite thing that I would tell a projector. I need you to look inside. Look at yourself. 
work on that. And then the people around you will be naturally supported by that, that life force that you have. You have the life force of the earth, really. Um, this world could be changed by correct generators. Um, and nobody can wake up faster than generators. You have a sacral response. Um, uh, intervision. Uh, intervision's, uh, int intervision's interesting. So, instead of another flood, we came. Yeah, exactly. So, alchemy, yep. Instead of another flood, yep, we, we came. We came to uh, correct things. <laughs> At least, at least we're working on it. I, I'm, 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 I'm doing my best to, to, to educate as many of us as possible. I actually have a class that I will be um, starting to conduct that is for projectors, um, where we go over projector things like this. Um, intervision. So intervision is a, it's a Ajna mutation. Um, right, in your earth? Yep. Nobody can wake up faster than generators. It's, it's a fact. Um, intervision, it's agile mutation, so people with intervision, it's not that we don't have outer vision, because we do, but we have an ability to not just take in what we see, but to store it. Um, we have potentially unlimited storage. Um, the Ajna is also connected to acoustics, so our ability to hear, our acoustic ability, our acoustic sensory is also heightened. So we have a heightened sense of hearing because we're, we're mutated to not need to see with our eyes. We can, we don't necessarily have to. We have, anytime, once you get past the first, second, and third tones, and the fourth, fifth, and sixth tones, um, you get into the science, science fiction, what people would call science fiction. Um, inner vision is interesting in order for your inner vision to work optimally you need to be correct you have to be correct your cognitive abilities are only going to be as correct as you are um, yeah they're only going to be as correct as you are if you're if you're an inner vision person when you meet somebody look at them and close your eyes even if it's just for a moment because when you look at them and you close your eyes, it's like taking a picture. You automatically just framed all of the information. Um, when your cognitive abilities increase, your strategy and authority over a couple of years, um, you, and you know, even before that, people with inner vision, we have a really uncanny odd ability that we can look at somebody and we can tell their demeanor, we can tell their mood. Um, we can tell certain things about people um, because of the way that our, our cognition works. Um, our sight is mutated. Um, but it, it does take looking, seeing, closing our eyes, and then framing it, all that, all of that data. Because when anytime that you have rightness um, and you have inner vision rightness, for instance, it's a, that's an extrasensory um, ability you take in more than the obvious frequencies. You take in more than, I mean, we take in more than smell, taste, and external vision. Um, we're more tied to extrasensory perception. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Out of Authority, what's going on, Fred? 
Uh, neighbors and folks have an easier time remote viewing. Uh, I mean, everybody's different. You're gonna have to, you have to play with it. Um, uh, I, you know, for instance, I love reading, uh, but I also like listening to lectures. I also like listening to things. You have to play with it. Sometimes, uh, sometimes I want to read something and I want to frame all of it so that it's in my memory visually. Um, I have this unlimited memory, so I want, I want to frame it visually. But at the same time, I can close my eyes and listen to a lecture and I'm framing things acoustically. Um, external vision, external vision is going to be left and that's going to be very much about framing. Um, anytime that we go to strategic, we're, we're looking at, at, a, at a survival basis. So with external vision, um, they're designed to you know, take in the environment um, and what they can capitalize on in the environment, what they can uh, once we get into, I suppose, the the deep parts of it. Um, external vision people are very much going to be about aesthetics um, and details. Not that inner vision people aren't, it's just different for us. Um. <laughs> Spit some truth from... Yeah, that's, that's, that's been what I've been working on. What I've really been working on is... Um, Making sure that I'm, I'm not, uh, <laughs> that, that, that uh, the passenger just stays right here and, you know, whatever. Yeah, I just got self-projection going on. Self-projected channels are just kicking. Uh, it makes it pretty easy. Makes it pretty easy. Not too hard when uh, you let the vehicle do its work. It makes things immensely easier. Uh, projectors are not energy types. Manifestors are energy types. Projectors are non-energy types. We are not energy types. That is a huge misconception. Um, I'm not here to police language or, or how people do things, but I do appreciate when the correct information is shared on social media about human design. There are, are four types. Two are non-energy types. Projectors, reflectors, two are energy types, manifestors and generators. Projectors are not energy types. We absorb energy. Um, and projectors can seem to have a lot of energy if they are absorbing and magnifying a sacral at 200%. Oh yeah, that's a good one, friend. Well, we conceptualize so much different, um, so much more different than the people that are in spleen, that are in uh, splenic binary, or the other side of the Ajna binary, because um, we don't have the, the focused conceptualizing. I think that's why it's, uh, the passenger consciousness is a lot easier for us to get to, um, because we don't have that focus. We're not, we're not focused beings. Um, you, me, and Thomas, we're all we're all right brain, right minded, I believe. Headaches and migraines, mechanically speaking, for a quadrant. Uh, I talked about this. Uh, I, I, I talked about this in the receptive mind class a lot because I always get somebody that has headaches. 
you want to solve those headaches, headaches and migraines are going to be solved through um, correct digestion and deconditioning. Deconditioning overall and leaning into rightness and not focusing, not putting pressure on yourself, not putting yourself around people that force you to focus or force you to be under pressure. That's why you're good. That's why people get migraines and people have thyroid issues and endocrine issues and a lot of issues when they're right because they're wrong around people. They're, 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 yeah, they're just they're around the wrong people. Uh, anytime that you're right, you the quality of your life is literally determined by the people that you are around. So if you have headaches and migraines, look at the people that you're around. Are they putting you under pressure? Because if they are, incorrect forces. Uh, are they making you focus? If they are, incorrect forces. Um, it's really, it's really. I'm not saying it's, it's I'm not saying it's easy, but it's 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 simple. There's simple ways for us to arrive, uh, but they take surrender. They take commitment. We can't treat human design like tourism. It's a this is a it's, it's a way of living life. It's not a thing. As as much as I I, I love wellness modalities and things that people do for their own their own health and wellness as much as I, as I love those things and I think that they're great they're not something that you live like human design is 24/7 for me if you do it and if you do it uh, as a profession then it is you're literally your life um, if you're right then it it needs to if you're right really the, the only way to liberate yourself if you're right especially if you're all right is to understand and the system to learn the system that's the only way for people that are all right you don't need to do it for a living it doesn't need to be your profession but it's the only way really it really is and I, I, I don't want to speak in absolutes but we don't have we're not designed to be like other humans we're designed to be like something that's coming we're, we're this, we're a weird, we're a cognition that's in this transit of evolution. We're not like other people at, like, at all. Like we look like other people. We speak the same language. We understand the same things, but we're not, mm, not the same. <laughs> very, very different cognitively. Um, Yeah, manifestors are, are energy types. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly, Fred. Mm, mm hmm. Yeah, no, that's good, Fred. Yeah. Um, when we focus or listen or think, yeah, when we do, because we're not designed to do that, right? We're right. So we're designed to go with the flow, do without doing, and everything gets done. Um, yeah, your feelings cognition. So yeah, if you're in, I mean, and I'm, I'm inner vision. I, I, I don't get it through the, I mean, I do, I, I have, I have some of, of that, that cognitive ability because I am all right. Um, so I, I do, it's not the same level that yours is Fred at all. Not by, not by a long shot, but I do take in aura and I do, um, affect aura, not on the level that you do, but I, I do know what you're talking about um, as far as being in the wrong environment. It's, uh, for InterVision people, if we're in the wrong environment, we're also taking in 
the wrong things too, um, visually and auditorily, but mainly auditorily. That's why I always have um, noise canceling headphones. I always have noise canceling headphones on me. Um, Um, it really, the, so certain parts of human design are, I mean, th this knowledge, you can study this knowledge for as long as you would take to study a PhD. There's so much to it. Uh, and it's important. Oh, hey, Cheryl. Um, uh, it's, it's important. I think acoustics is huge for all of us really that are right. Um, because we have that extra sensory, um, uh, as far as right mind and right awareness, if you're, if you're, do you know what you're, if, if you are right minded, do you know, do you know what your, your cognitive architecture is, your variable is? It's not something to, to dive into, um, until you master strategy and authority because it's not something that's going to be understood. Um, now if you're right brained and right minded, it's a little bit of a different story. And we can talk about that, but that's, it's a much deeper conversation than I can go into, um, on a live. Mikkel, I love you. Why have you been on my life? Um, yeah, yeah, you are feelings, cognition, and low cat. Yeah, it's really interesting how, um. Uh, all of us that have right minds and right brains, even if we have different cognition, we still taste a little bit of, of, of that entire, um, binary, right? Um, just like people that are on the other side that are on, you know, left, left binary, they taste a little bit of all of that. But, um, yeah, being all right, I'm an inner vision person. Um, but I do have that fifth tone as well. Um, giving me judgment uh, and yeah uh, let's just say that I, I time when I go places because I'm taking in way too much um, both acoustically um, and you know through my aura <laughs> yeah for sure Thomas is uh is good it's been it's been fun I'm still going I'm just letting the self-projected channels happen and you know when they stop going then they'll still stop going and, and I'll probably um, lay down and well do the intervision thing probably I don't know don't really have much to do today it's Saturday don't have any sessions class tomorrow not too much going on yeah 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 totally yeah being quadrate is is, is is really interesting um, entirely entirely different for us um but if you message me um if you are quadrate you do get an endowment discount on sessions with me so um you get that i know right fred thomas does always case he's like don't bring out all your energy <laughs> thomas, thomas is the thomas is the sacral being that watches out for the, for the projectors literally <laughs> uh trajectory it has to do with uh, uh, that, that has to do with, with, with motivation 
Um, and that's, that's something that's going to naturally happen through strategy and authority. It's not something to worry about uh, or try to conceptualize. It all happens through strategy and authority. Yeah, I hope that your noise canceling headphones are, are working well for you. I hope you got those bows. By the way, those are freaking lifesavers. We got in here. Any room? Well, ask me some questions. I'm right, so I'm just gonna get the latest part in. talked about only purely unconsciously defined centers being available as true inner authority um i don't know i don't know who he is um but i i uh, that's not what the voice told us um that's not the knowledge we were given so um he's he's entitled i mean he can have his opinion and, and how he feels about things but according to thousands of other professionals, including myself, that's wrong. Um, <laughs> uh, of course, Amy, it's always a pleasure. Cognition is the most reliable tool. They work in, people are so funny. I love when people get in, get in their head, get, get these ideas. Um, I love when they get these these ideas and then they universalize them. Um, it might be a better tool for him. I'm glad it worked for him, but that's not the way the system works. Right? <laughs> Game changer to have those headphones. Oh, Cheryl, I'm really happy to hear that. I hope that you're doing well. Um, I need I'm, I'm I need to send you an email and follow up with you. It's been a while since I've seen you. Um, receptive mind with everything else left. Well, Christine, you are receptive. You are right. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Oh, oh, we got more people. Good, good. Yeah, Christine. Um, I, from what I hear, you've got some good resources and you've been doing some learning. I'd love to, love to work with you sometime. Um, non sorry. What, Fred? Um, sacral beings who only work mentally. Oh. Uh, you know what? That's a really good question. Fred, I think... I think that they probably... I guess I also was going to have something to do with cognitive architecture, because I know that, like... Um, I know that people that are like all left or very left with active brains. I know that it burns a lot of a lot of energy in general, just using their focused vision and, and using all of their focus. Like I see Sam like get up. She'll get up when she's making content to go and eat because it's taking up so much energy. So there might be a correlation there uh, on that, Fred. 
good. I'm glad you're coming to class. It'll be fun. Strat understand strategy and authority. Um, I mean, the first, you have to surrender to it. You have to commit to it. You have to stop making decisions with your mind. Um, I mean, general foundation, three months. But I, I actually, I mean, everybody's on their own time. I'd need to know your cognitive architecture. There's so many, there's, there's, uh, it's the science of differentiation. So I'll give what I can. Um, but so many of your questions, I need you to book a session with me. <laughs> I mean, really, really get into some of these things. Um, when do you suggest getting a human design reading once you've gotten your chart? Uh, I suggest um, book a session when you want to know how to operate correctly outside of strategy and authority if you want to know how you work mechanically book, book a session I don't even really do readings frankly because that's not what I'm about um, I'm about helping people operate correctly and, and, and improving you know the way that they live their lives so I don't really even do readings I mean I provide I provide a reading aspect I know how to analyze a body graph below the surface I know the substructure of, of body graphs um, I know more than just reading a human design chart I probably provide more than that um, but really when you want somebody who actually who, who understands more than the surface of the body graph that's when it's good a, a, a good decision readings are for people that want to understand the surface of the body graph if you want to understand more than the surface of the body graph, then you book a session with somebody like me. Um, it's a very different service, a very different skill set. <laughs> Never ending. Well, thanks for joining, Mr. Outer Authority. It's, it's, it's good, to, good to have you in here, Fred. Uh, open ego. Hey, I have an entirely open ego center, too. It's great. Uh, <laughs> I like having an entirely open ego center because I don't I, I don't have any uh, conditioning receptors. I don't have any hanging gates, so my my heart gets to take in a lot less conditioning um, in in certain senses. That's what's going to take in conditioning. I actually I grew up um, in a defined heart household. Um, my mom has a defined heart, and my brother has a defined heart, and they both have the channel of initiation. So I, so it was funny getting involved with Sam because she has a defined heart, right? Um, and <laughs> my, my open heart has been around defined hearts for decades, so it's conditioned. <laughs> it's got good, it's, it's got good conditioning. It's <laughs> I don't have a lot of the open heart problems because because of it. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's a really difficult. I mean, I still had to do my own deconditioning, but we're never going we're never going to. Uh, Oh yeah, Teresa, I could totally see that. Yeah, it's so it's so interesting when you grow when you have an open heart and you grow up around people that have defined hearts because you you've been conditioned to have the ego, conditioned to have that sense of self worth, um, and this is what we call good conditioning. You're never going to escape conditioning, right? You just want to make sure that the conditioning that you get, right, is from the correct people, the correct influences, right? 
up. Here's uh, here's Sam. She's still off Instagram for a while. <laughs> She's taking a study break. some heart center uh, conditioning then. Yeah, that happens. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a good one, Amy. Yeah, take a look at your grandparents' heart definition. Condition, how does that show up for you in your day-to-day -day life? Well, I'm always taking in. I'm quad right. I'm all right. I'm fully receptive, so I'm always taking everything in. Uh, when I read, I don't focus. I just kind of scroll down I just take everything in. I have a different way of taking things in, the way that I, I'm able to take in information. I'm able to take in massive amounts of information so long as I'm not focusing. I operate very differently because my cognitive architecture is the most recent, evolutionarily speaking, so very, very different. Um, the inner vision, it's the, you know, it's, I'm taking in uh, everything that I'm seeing uh, I'm also taking in everything that I'm hearing because the Ajna is an acoustic. It's, it's, it's both vision and acoustic, but that's where the difference comes in with people with inner vision is we're tuned into that acoustic sensory heavily. Um, Bron, send me a... If you send me a DM, um, parents of all right kids and all right um, individuals I'll, I'll get an endowment discount with me on on uh on sessions you'll get 20 percent off um i'd love to take a look at your son's chart see what i can do to help we also have a class uh, decommissioning receptive mind class that's going on this month that's also a really great um resource um if you want to be in an intimate class with six people um, a lot of parents that have right children join those classes Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's correct, Charlie, yeah, we, uh, um, so you don't need to close your eyes to take an info, but if we look at somebody and then we do close our eyes even for a brief, brief moment, we're able to frame data beyond the visual frequency. We can see things that other people can't see. Um. We take in information that other people don't take in. And yeah, it is close to science. It's what people would think is science fiction, but you know, everything that human design has predicted has been true so far. People even won Nobel Prizes off Ross predictions, so there's that. Um, yeah, yeah, you just close your eyes just for a second to truly soak in the info. Close your eyes um, before you eat. You automatically frame all the information. You'd be interested when you meet somebody or you talk to somebody, you just look at them, close your eyes for a moment, and you frame all that information. 
circles on it to see better. Yeah, it's the uh, it's, it's a Jedi trick, right? Like it. Yeah, you're welcome, Ron. Um, no, but seriously, do send me a, a DM so I can get that to you. Uh, what does it mean when one side is both right and one side is both left? Um, it depends on which side it is. Uh, we've got 16 different types of cognitive architecture and all of them are very different. There's four different quadrants, so there's four groupings of four that are each more relatively like each other, but depending on which ones were right and which ones were left, if, uh, the variable, if the arrows on the right, the right side of the of it are, are right, then you're receptive. If they're left, then you're strategic, so on and so forth. I, I need more context than that. Um, but overall, that's that's cognitive principle and it's not something that needs to be even even worried about and until you conquer form principle and tell you tell strategy and authority is habit and it's life for you um, that's not something to dive into unless you have a receptive mind unless you are right unless the top right arrow is right it's not something you need to worry about if the top right arrow is right and the top left arrow is right then it's something to dive into because it's going to directly affect your life heavily um, and uh, classes and sessions for that um, <laughs> Amy <laughs> you know it's funny because oh yeah you're welcome thanks Jenny um, I mean, what's funny is that in our vision people, we have this problem with closing our eyes. We're always looking, we're always looking, always looking, always looking, because we're always taking in, right? Um, but when we close our eyes, we get so much information. <laughs> we're able to frame so much information. Um, left side is all right, and right side is all right. Okay, yeah, so you're, you're strategic. Um, personality strategic and your body's body is right interesting that's an interesting part of the variable grid right there so you, you are strategic um, you're, you're here to focus Yeah, we do. We do have a session coming up. Um, you're strategic. We're gonna go over that. And we're gonna go over uh, what that means for you as a projector, for sure. But glad you're enjoying it. Yes, Cheryl, it is much more much much more vibrant. Um, just need an empty sacral. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 great. That's great, Cheryl. Um, left side left, right side right. Okay. So, yeah, you are... You're half and half, but you're receptive. You're a receptive being, so you are right. E. Uh, you're, you are you are right. That's why. Um, 
that's more of a, a right thing than an intervision thing. Um, probably. Uh, I, I don't know. I'd need to look at your body graph to see, identify where that's, where that's at. Um, generally, right beings were designed to be in the moment, but um, it could be irritating if somebody's asking for something, but they're not pulling the data out of you. Uh, but I really would need to analyze your body graph and, and go, go in deeper on that in session. First line, maybe, put on the spot. That is, yeah, that could be it, yeah. First lines. session you know, I've been pulling things out of me this whole time it's been fun all right well folks I think I'm gonna take off and go hang out with Sam but uh, I hope that you all enjoyed and I hope that you have a good rest of your Saturday have questions, want to chat, shoot me a DM. Um, got a bunch of classes that are coming up. Really, really fun ones, really good ones. Um, classes are coming up. Just sessions we'll be doing, having some tweaks and changes that are going to be going on with sessions, but um, classes are coming up and those are set at a really good, uh, you know, affordable price point to, to answer all of these questions more in depth. Um, oh, Amy, Amy Lee, Amy Lee, you're coming in right as I'm leaving. I'm going to have to, um, I'm going to have to get on a private with you. <laughs> After hanging out with Sam. They're one of my favorite humans. <laughs> I'm going to get off. Uh, everybody have a, a good day. Thanks for joining me.